0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Shillong Saga. With us on this episode, we have Niveditya Shivakumar who has worked at Wipro Technologies, at Tata Motors, at Amazon and at Meta amongst others. With her plethora of experience across various industries, we thought it would be a fun conversation to have with a pass out of a PGP-14 batch. (laughs)
1: I knew I wanted to do something in the field of IT, but I was exploring. Had I known that something like product management uh, existed based on my interactions with folks at work, I might have like pushed management to introduce more product management courses back in the days. You probably have those courses today, but we didn't have them back then.
2: Right. Yeah. But um, these courses these days are actually useful because you know like this year like we had a surprising boom in the field of broadman and placements especially so
1: awesome
2: yeah like IT consulting and broadman was this year like was just this year they like they took people in like it was around 40 people at least who were placed in IT analytics and broadman this year and from huge companies like amazon and all okay uh coming back to amazon now so you have worked at you know meta and amazon which are like you know two of the the top two organizations in the world okay so uh how does it feel to be a woman in product
1: yeah i i think it's a very uh hard question or to answer because everyone's experience in these companies could be different and you know meta amazon are really large companies the culture uh, the experience varies uh, team to team, but I can talk a bit about my uh, personal experience. Uh, my experience as a woman in product uh, with fan companies has been like very positive and uh, very rewarding as well. Um, I would say um, I I was at a offsite at uh, uh, Menlo Park, California, Facebook's uh, or Meta's headquarters uh, right earlier this week and. We were in a room of like about 25 people of which 40% were women. Yes, 50-50 is what we should definitely strive for, but we are still uh, getting there. But there was a lot of representation uh, and gender uh, diversity within the the team itself. So um, I've always been picky in choosing teams which, uh, uh, which nurtures inclusion and diversity and luckily i haven't uh, faced any sexism as a woman in our tech uh, in the in the last uh, years i've been with these companies but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist and it's something that we should always uh, remember and be mindful of uh, Uh, One um, suggestion or one advice I would love to give any woman in corporate is that uh, don't downplay your awesomeness. Uh, Women in general are thought to be uh, modest and modest in how they present themselves and so people, women don't always share their achievements for fear of sounding arrogant or braggy that's that's the general mindset that women have but that kind of deters them from their next promotion or from getting into leadership roles right so the next time someone asks you like how do you feel today Share about the wins that you have had during your week. It doesn't have to be only if you are a professional. Even when you are studying, right? Share about the things that you achieved and uh, yeah, appreciate each other and nurture each other.
0: Yeah and uh, about just about that, uh, you know given you are in Seattle and you have been there for a while now, uh, do you have like a mini Shillong in Seattle too? Uh, yeah,
1: uh, do we you do you meet have
0: people a- from college there?
1: Yeah, we, we used to meet quite a lot uh, uh, pre uh, pre pandemic. Uh, so uh, you might already know Alokik who contributes to the pro- product management initiatives at Shillong And then Tushar, who was a uh, one-year junior to me, a PlayScore member, is also here. So we used to uh, meet quite a lot and play board games. We are all super competitive. So our board game nights would get super messy. So we did that a lot. but. Uh, since the lockdown, un- uh, unfortunately, we haven't had a chance to uh, meet up as much. Uh, hoping to restart that as uh, things open up.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that uh, you know people are still competitive at board games even after it has been years that they've passed out from college, which is what it is exactly like right now. Whenever we all get down to play our own board games, so um,
2: I mean, agar, uh, agar uh, we lost you for the last minute. Okay uh, so where did you lose me competitive in board games
0: okay so uh, yeah so i uh, i'm glad that you know people still remain competitive about board games till this date which actually happens uh, in our college like right here uh, people get extremely competitive while playing board games at parties maybe yeah. during the diwali night or whenever we are playing poker so i'm glad that you know that spirit never dies so that is something which is unique to a set of friends you know which we made in college and we actually end up looking for those kind of people who play the same board games as us and you know who enjoy playing those board games. So, uh, uh board games I mean must have been one of your you know pastime during the pandemic as well I guess but uh, what were the other things uh, you know you used to do, do, do during the pandemic? So, what normally happened was that you know in our MBA interviews you we were asked questions like uh, how how did you spend your time productively during the pandemic so this is you know something just along those lines as to what did you do during the pandemic? Uh,
1: totally, I, I think uh, uh, during the pandemic the initial months were really uh, crazy because we used to going out over the weekends on road trips and all of a sudden being shut indoors Um, uh, I was trying to figure out what we could potentially do. The first thing I started doing was a thousand piece, uh, puzzles it took up a lot of time and then i think i did about uh, 15 puzzles before i lost patience with them i think i did a 3000 piece puzzle and then i was like i'm done with uh puzzles for this uh for this potential uh period of time so but after that i started picking up hobbies that i used to um, used to do when i was uh, in my school one of this was cross-stitching, so um, it's uh, I, I really enjoyed doing it. I think I've done about four pieces or so at this uh, point in time. And uh, I wish I could show you a picture of this, but I know this is, a, this is an audio. Uh, and uh, I also did uh, crocheting. People usually start with crocheting blankets, but I just went big and went straight into a poncho and uh, I also did some latch hook embroidery so I really think it's important to rekindle some of these hobbies that we used to do and things that we have forgotten just because uh, corporate and college keeps us busy I think uh, for me it has helped me practice uh, mindfulness and relax after long work days.
0: Was uh, watching cricket also one of your uh, pastimes that you used to have during the pandemic. I mean, some of the tournaments were delayed because of the COVID but then they began again and uh, is that where your love for CSK uh, stemmed from? Uh, Let me tell you by the way, uh, the other guy Avnash, here is from Chennai but he supports Mumbai Indians. So, you as an ardent CSK fan, how do you uh, make the time for watching the games and how would you defend CSK versus a guy who lives in Chennai and yet doesn't support CSK?
1: Uh, I think uh, IPL and cricket has nothing to do with uh, pandemic. I've always been, uh, I've always followed cricket to an extent and uh, IPL has always uh, kept me uh, engaged. So I've always uh, watched and I totally understand Vinash being a, diff- a supporter of a non-CSK uh, team. Like I was at one point in time when IPL started in 2008, I used to support RCB. Um, huge fan of uh, Dravid uh, even to date and uh, uh, to an extent that uh, I once went over to his home in Indranagar, Bangalore, stood outside for almost an hour to get his uh, autograph. He was shooting for some ad commercial and I just waited out until and He came and he just wrote Rahul on a piece of paper and I waited for that for one hour and back then we didn't have cell phone cameras so I don't even have visual proof so if, if I show the autograph to someone today they may be like you probably wrote it yourself right so um, that's where I am. But uh, after Dravid retired, it retired is when Dhoniism took over, and I've been a CSK uh, fan since. And it was really tricky being a non CSK fan in uh, the common room in my undergrad college SSN uh, because like, people were like bombarding me from every direction. I'll be the only one cheering when uh, RCB hit a six, right?
2: Um, and uh, and yeah. I yeah. Could- Honestly, sorry for cutting you. I would honestly, you know, agree with you because in the girls' hostel, you just get bombarded. In the guys' hostel, I used to get beaten up for every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the there.
1: Uh, totally. totally, uh, totally. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was still fun, and uh, I even today, like I, I keep an alarm clock in the morning if uh, there is a IPL match. Uh, some I don't just watch CSK; I watch other matches as well probably to see how another team losing or winning could impact CSK's position in the table, right?
2: <laughs> that is true and uh, this, the back story is like when we came to know like Nive was a ardent CSK fan was because last year exactly you know one year ago we had the US Canada chapter elections and you know when we were signing off we said you know good night and you know she said the night is still young and we were like what's up and you know she's like you know she has a csk matches which she has to watch at 3 am or 4 am okay i was like mind blown i was like this is dedication okay this is dedication <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, the levies so the classic question so what advice would you give your younger self or to someone who's stepping into their first job basically us you know
1: yeah I, I think uh, I've made a lot of decisions in my uh, career that I don't regret but if given the chance I might have uh, done it uh, differently. Uh, the, a few things that I would like to share is uh, don't try to be everything to everyone. It's just not possible so don't try. So, um, when I was in college, uh, from sitting for my final placements, I was rejected by nine companies before I got picked by Tata Motors. It was hard, uh, uh, it was definitely hard, uh, but um, I, I fe- when I think about it now, I ended up just fine, right? I'm happy with uh, where I am now, but I still have a long way to go. So don't be disheartened when you have rejections, both in your personal and your professional life. Just because a company rejects you doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means that they are looking for different skills and you have something different uh, to offer, which uh, would be more appreciated in a different uh, work environment. Uh, The next thing I would like to say is take care of yourself. Your health and family is more important than uh, than any wealth that you might accumulate at work. Uh, work would uh, ask as much as you can give uh, and it might even demand more from you. The like You have deadlines after deadlines and if you always try to time a break, you're going to just jump from deadline to deadline and there's never going to be a right time uh, to take a break this happened last year during a uh, pandemic uh, and uh, i was i pretty much did not take a break for 9 months and was completely burnt out towards the end of it there was i was trying to accumulate all my holidays to take a perfect vacation and uh, there was no way of traveling outside the uh, city uh, uh, in, in at that point in time so I decided to do a staycation, did Netflix marathons for an entire week and at the end of it I felt great and it was again one of the good decisions I made, uh, supported by my manager. So yeah, take those breaks as and when uh, you need it, uh, don't uh, try to time it perfectly, uh, be it holiday, or be it a vacation or travel, be it just staying at home, anything is acceptable. Finally, uh, invest in relationships. Your uh, network is your net worth. That is so true. Uh, I think grow, having the professional uh, relationships, growing that network, has actually helped me get a lot of job interviews here in the U.S. I've met people at networking events and then uh, connected in touch with them. It's not a one-term connection where you meet them and then. You ping them again when you want to uh, get an interview at their company, right? You build those relationships over a period of time and it will pay off eventually. Also, in a in a mutually, uh, it, it's important for a relationship to be mutually beneficial. Show your connections, what you have to offer them in addition to telling them what you would like from them, right? That build those reg networks and relationships. It's helped me a lot professionally.
0: Alright, those are some really great tips and so, so my final question to you here is that you know how much of Shillong is there in your daily life or you know is Shillong still a small part of your life somewhere or the other and uh, how does it feel to be associated with a city like Shillong because we'll always get to live in cities like Bangalore, like Mumbai, metros for that matter because we'll always end up working in those cities but what was your experience like in Shillong and would you recommend I Am Shillong to any young uh, graduate who's looking to pursue an MBA?
1: For me, uh, Shillong is actually an emotion. I really enjoyed my time there and where i am or uh, today is uh, partly uh, definitely dedicated to what I, how i grew as a person in shillong not just in college but also from people around me my peers within the campus and also uh, learning from people around the campus right people uh, over there are so giving uh, they are i saw i learned that it is important to be satisfied in uh, shillong like you see people actually uh, having a living around you, closing things at like four, uh, four p.m. in the evening, five p.m., and then spending that time with family right after. Right? Those were learnings that I take with me uh, even uh, today. So Shillong is a huge uh, part of my life, and uh, I, uh, yeah, I think about it almost every single week.
0: Right. Uh, The fact that, you know, uh, the Momo story still continues till this date. I mean, if people are uh, satisfied with the amount of earnings they've made in a week, they would just shut shop and not open until another week. That still goes on and that that still remains true till this date, which, you know, just embodies the uh, spirit of Shillong. I feel. Because uh, people here are just so giving and caring, like you said, and they're very satisfied in their own lives. And they just want to uh, chill, peace out and spend some time with their family and friends, I guess. So, yeah, uh, that still continues till this date. But what a fantastic conversation that it has been with you, Nivi. Uh, we've spoken about Tamil Nadu, come the journey to Shillong, your interest in Prodman and IT. And then, you know, your transition to the US. And then again, you know, working for one of the biggest companies in the world right now, Meta and uh, finally something that connects us all which is the pandemic and how we spent our time during those times and finally uh, a csk fan which you share with me not with avinash though but uh, that is something i would uh, you know uh, uh, tell him that there are a lot more csk fans than mumbai indian fans uh, so uh, that is also it and finally giving advice as a younger self to a younger self So, I feel if, you know, uh, any of, uh, uh, if someone listens to this podcast, they would genuinely feel more connected to the city and they would genuinely be enriched by the kind of experiences that you've had and shared with us. So, thank you so much for your time, Nibhi. Uh, Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, This was a wonderful conversation.